Do we know how 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 are we doing the format? Yeah, that, that uh, hold is a good on. Question. Wow. I, I re-listened to our entire last game of the year podcast. Did so you? I, am, I am ready to go. Wow. Yes. Did, did you? Yeah. Me, and me I was reminded of Jake. a lot of like really good jokes and ridiculous things, like when Chad caught Alex watching videos of somebody using a hot knife to cut sticky notes. <laughs> oh my! Oh gosh. man, the hot knife <laughs> trend. I forgot about that. <laughs> Oh, man. And then we talked a lot about how Owen almost put the culling on his top five. Yeah, here's the deal. I had all this time to come up with a top five, and I have two games right now. Wow. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be a weird top five. Yeah. I can't Three narrow games. down. I've, I've really struggled to narrow down from 11 games. So... <clears throat> Me, Caleb, and Jake had discussed format oh a little bit. Oh gosh, we were wondering if it'd be cool if, if it'd we be did cool? like a like if, you gotta ask if me we did permission? like a bracket, not like that, just like if it would be interesting. Like did like a bracket. Like, I mean, it was relatively interesting in the Betsy's podcast. Oh, how would we put awesome. together so, a bracket so we'd have so to we vote would... to move them forward? <laughs> yeah, I guess. So you would put everybody's top five list assign points to one through five and then use that to seat a bracket and then have all the games face off against each other done <laughs> open an excel spreadsheet right now <laughs> jesus wow if it involves Holy excel shit. i'm in Welcome to The Forecast, episode 51. I'm really disappointed that we didn't do our game of the year on episode 50, by the way. But whatever. We're trying to make this 50. Yeah, it's Caleb's fault. Welcome to The Forecast, wow. episode 50A. <laughs> uh, a special podcast dedicated to our favorite games of 2017. Um, in case you have not been joined us before, The Forecast is a bi-weekly podcast produced every other Thursday. Uh, we're a group of people who just love talking about things from uh, board games to video games to TV, movies, just random stuff that we get to encounter throughout our lives um, and just sort of discuss it and yell about it and talk about how things are stupid. So you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash We Are The Horizon Community, or you can check out our website at wearethehorizon.com. Everything we talked about or we talk about during the cast will be put in our cast notes and it also gets pushed out to whatever podcasting app that you are using. So like I said before... This is going to be our Game of the Year podcast, uh, where we talk about, similar like we did one year ago, um, all of our favorite games from the past year and rank them. And of course, now we're interjecting this idea of seeding a bracket and voting and then battling and all kinds of funness. So yes. Real right. quick, the forecast notes thing, is there any way we can get what was on there back? What do you mean what was on there back? Because I had been adding stuff to the notes that I wanted to remember for our next real podcast. Nope. Womp. <laughs> womp, womp, womp. Just undo everything until you get there. I can't, right, but, so, and then copy and paste it out and then redo. Is there no okay. like, a history page? It's, it'll show. It's, uh, there might be a history, yes. Um, actually, I think you can go to track changes, but whatever. There's a see new changes button at Tom. Yes. Now. So 
just as a, a oh. sort of look back at our cast from last year when we did this, the things that we specifically did were um, we sort of had a rule set up where obviously we talked about we, last year we only did full releases. And this year we said we're including things on a case-by-case basis for um, early access. Is that correct? I think so. Okay. Just making sure we're clear on that. Uh, we also ruled out things like... Um, Anything before the there was a full game release, or if it was not even a full game in itself, if it was just a DLC, uh, we did say if it was like a standalone that you could download and play it without actually owning the original game, that we would also count that. Although I don't think we'll have any of those cases this year. I didn't even play the Dishonored DLC, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> another thing to remember uh, as we're talking about our games, please make sure you don't absolutely trash someone's game selection. Um, last year, Owen picked uh, Mirror's Edge Catalyst and also thought about God putting the calling God. in his list. <laughs> and Chad, did, we, we didn't give Chad all the rules last year, so when he gave his game list, he listed like three that weren't even part of categories, so we kind of jumped on him too. So just remember uh, that some people have different uh, choices in game selection. And also, we don't have to yell at Jake for some of the weird games I'm sure that he's going to have on his list. That'll be fine. Uh-huh. I'm sure. <laughs> um, Before we start, though, I yeah. think we all need to agree that the game called I Can't Believe It's Not Gambling, Game of the Year Edition, is actually the <laughs> best game of 2017. It's got it right in the title. I was going to say, it's in the name. You can't argue with that. <laughs> Done. I, we don't even need to see the bracket then. We'll just, yeah, um, just end it here. 10 just cut? two. Perfect. It's, and that's it's literally a game of opening loot boxes. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Amazing. Um, just a couple additional things we did last year, and we kind of need to discuss if we want to do this the same way. Last year, we went through and all did our number five, all did our number four, and so on and so forth until we got to one. Um, the Additionally, on top of that, if we are going to list a game, let's say, for instance, you say something at number five and somebody else has got it higher in their list, we'll just pass on commenting because somebody can just say, yeah, I have that on my list. We can talk about talk about it later. Okay. Um, and also one other weird thing we did was we did alphabetical order last year but every time we moved up around it it shifted by one person so the same person wasn't starting every single Mm -hmm. round and I'm pretty sure Caleb last year said that sounds really complicated maybe but it worked well I think it works well So yeah, if we're actually doing the bracket thing I think a lot of that is probably going to change Yeah, I think the discussion time will be when two games are against each other yep Okay. And then you'll make your argument for that game. Fair enough. And I think everybody will talk about every game in their five because they're all going to be giving points. Okay. Like Wait. everybody will, will say every. So, like, if we. Which, first of all, how, how does points work? Is like well, number I mean, one, I get, five you, points, and number five, one point? And then yes. that'll be like the seed values? Yes. Okay. We'll just, ta- we'll just add it up. Um. Yeah, and I'll I'll work on a on a, a little spready sheety while we're working here. So I guess if we're gonna do this bracket thing, and you said we're battling when they come to the bracket, are we making any comments at all when we when we say our initial games or not? I, I think unless somebody has a problem. Initial games, right? We just write them in the spreadsheet, make a bracket, and then yeah, start okay, we could keep it secret until the bracket or something. <laughs> Well, that's know. currently what we're doing. Saying, like, no one knows secret, what's on anybody's but, list. Not necessarily uh, secret, but like not talking about it until the 
the bracket, right? Not talking about what until the rat like <laughs> like what the, are you merits, about? the merits like the merits of the game. Of your game yeah yeah so this is going to be the fastest it's going to take like three minutes for us all to say our our top five games yeah and then we have to get through an entire bracket of all of them though. <laughs> yeah it'll take about 10 hours well we're only bracketing the top 16 this was your suggestion jake is that no, correct no i said that the top the 16 but did it, not that we <laughs> should i wonder it. maybe we should do it and then you okay, got it so in Alex's if, head. If, now he won't let it go. No, it's fine. We'll, we'll, we'll see it this way. But are we are we bracketing the top sixteen? Or are we bracketing every game that we have? Period. That's a good question. It depends on how many games we have. <laughs> also, true. Guess, it that's definitely also depends because we could have less than sixteen. Maybe I don't know. I imagine we're gonna have a decent <laughs> amount of overlap. I, I think there's gonna be a good amount of overlap. I know that Jake and I have uh, have similar lists. You know, if only we had made this game of the year list no. on a Google Doc <laughs> no. and left it up for like eight months. If only people had used that in any way whatsoever. Oh, wouldn't what are you that talking be about? I don't know what you're talking difficult. about. I don't know what you're talking about. That's stupid. I say that somebody immediately opens it up. <laughs> I, anonymous Kiwi. That's uh, me. It's me, but you'll notice I have you've a bunch of games on there. used it. Oh man! Let's put the games that are already in there on there. <laughs> you put one game. One game. Oh, uh, I did only put one game in there. <laughs> Correct. Oh my gosh. God okay, damn. so we can we can use um we can use both the spreadsheet and the tournament bracket generator because it will allow you to order by seed from okay. best to worst. Sure. Wait, hold so on. as long as we keep track of our numbers, then we can put it in in order, and we'll go from there. How's that sound? So we're not using Excel. I, I'm confused what we're using. <laughs> I'm just going to say my five and then we, fight we, people. That's my plan. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing. We yeah. are using Excel. Hold on. So I'll we just share. need to sum, sum yes. up the values of everybody's top five right now. Yeah. Even though Blood and Bacon didn't come out this year, can I still use it? <laughs> no. I refuse to allow that to be in a game of the year list. Ever. Oh, me freaking too. Hold on. I'll just share Unless this. Unless it's a worst uh, game of the year list. Yo. Hey, I got, <laughs> got him. <laughs> um, can edit, copy link. Dude, this is All a right. good podcast. I know. This is a I'll, really I'll remember podcast. to cut this part out. What if we okay, put? So, what if we put more than our top five in for the values? No, Alex, you get five games. <laughs> you get five, Alex. You get five. five. If we need to add a couple more later, we'll do that. Maybe. Okay. okay so I have a list as of we ten. do this. Jesus. Um, as top we five, do this, Alex. it's in top five. We've <laughs> talked about top five forever. Why would you make a list of ten? That's too many. <laughs> okay. So are we going? Okay. One last, one last return to the order of what we're doing here. We're all saying our five, then we're rotating to four, then rotating three, and so on and so forth. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Oh, Fifth so. level games get one for seed value, and first level games get five for seed value. Is that correct? Yeah, yes. that checks out. Makes sense, right? Perfect. And if somebody mentions a game, we'll just write it in their we'll just write that seed value in their column based on what level we're at. All sound well, good? I think I think like if I mention a game at number one and it gets five, and then somebody else mentions the same game at number four. They yeah, get, it gets additional they get additional two points, right? Additional yeah. points. Yeah, okay, but that's yeah, why okay. these are separated out like this. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So then it'd be worth I'm really glad we figured this out ahead of time. <laughs> oh it would have been God. a real clusterfuck if we did it live. <laughs> uh, no okay, are we, are we ready? 
Yeah. As ready as we can be. But if you guys really want to listen to the podcast begin, please start <laughs> at 15 minutes. 15 minutes. Okay. I will start. Um, and remember, we're not saying anything about, we're not vying for the game. We're just literally giving uh, the name of the game and what it's, you know, at whatever level it is. Make sense? Yeah. Makes sense. Awesome. Okay. My number five Ghost Recon Wildlands. Really? Yes, Alex. This is a, okay. the fighting part comes later. This is the nice yet. part. Mm -hmm. Wow, Aaron, what a good choice. <laughs> oh, thanks. All right, next, Alex. And by the way, um, we're going in alphabetical order on Mumble. So, Chad, when we call it, you before Caleb, it. prepare you're yourself. You're keeping the scores track. <gasps> I'm keeping track. Yes. Okay. Just gotcha. keeping the scores track. Yes. I my fifth place is Lone Echo. Lone Echo. Is that the is that the VR game? Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. Okay. Chad? Uh, <laughs> Glad you got it figured out ahead of time. Just borrow like, something from Alex's. He has extra. All right. So here's the deal. Here's the deal. Mr. Shifty. Yes. Good choice. Okay. Good choice. Did that come out this year? I thought it was out last year. No, this year. No, it was this hmm. year. Cool. Okay. Mr. It, Shifty was my seventh place. Jake. Yeah, it was, was also me. my seventh. It's my freaking seventh place. Give me a break. All right. It's Cuphead. Cuphead. Okay. Caleb. Destiny 2. Oh, wow. <laughs> There's no judging. I'm not, no, no judgment this here. This isn't the fighting oh, part. Snipper clips. Oh. I wish I would play more of that. Did the Switch like come levels. out this year? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Every single of the Switch is out this year. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, it's oh, been an man. amazing year. It's been a big year, yeah. Okay. Um. All right. We are on to... Number four, the fourth. Uh, what would you even call that? Fourth favorite. Fourth yeah. Slot, sure. Fourth slot fourth game. Fave. Alex, you are starting this fourth round. Place. Um, Super Mario Odyssey. Oh okay. shoot, it's me. Um, <clears throat> okay, so. Oh gosh. <laughs> ah, can oh, frick the Divinity Original Sin too. Uh, somebody else can call out who's Ch uh, Alex or Chad. Be in charge of who's going next. Okay, Jake. I'm actually also Divinity Original Sin Two. Jake is also Divinity Original Sin Two. Okay. All right. All right. And next is Caleb. Uh, what remains of Edith Finch? I've okay. never actually played that game. Yeah, I really oh wanted gosh, to go play it before so we did this. Good. But I had like 20 extra hours of Persona to do, so. I oh, a 90 minute today. game. 90 uh, minute I game, also guys. did Super Mario Odyssey as my number four. <laughs> also I, did Super Mario Odyssey. All right. Uh, and my number four is Doki Doki Literature Club. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, third Sweet. round. Uh, Chad, start with you. All right. Uh, my number three is Destiny 2. Okay. Jake. Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Caleb. Okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. I, about to say, I about to say one of Jake's games on accident for some reason. Uh, <laughs> no, Nier Automata. Okay. Uh, who's next? Owen? Uh, who's Owen. Next? Owen. Snake Owen. Pass. Snake what? Snake Pass. Snake Pass. Snake Pass. Snake Pass. All right. Okay. No judging, Aaron. 
Yeah. <laughs> Fighting comes later. We hear that. Uh, third round, mine is PUBG. Wait, wasn't Jake supposed to go? No, I already went. Jake's already gone. That was Breath of the Wild. Yeah. Yep. And I'm last. I just want to say before I say this one oh, that my top gosh. three, <laughs> my top three are essentially interchangeable. I had such a hard time choosing which one was going ahead of which. Like they're within like one percent difference of my mm. enjoyment of the top three. That's mm. okay. like really hard that I'm giving some point more points to others. That's how my top two are. Mm-hmm. Okay, so my third place is Destiny Two. <sighs> yes, high fives on the top two. Okay, I totally just didn't think Alex and Aaron didn't go. That's why I said, "Isn't it Jake?" Because <laughs> I mm. thought we were on number two. <laughs> nope. Nope. All right. Uh, so second. Favorite game, second most favorite game. We're starting with Jake. It's Persona Five. Mm, who'd have thought? Oh, sorry, no comments. That that made a lot higher on the list recently. Very recently, I feel like. What mine? Yeah. yeah. Oh no, no, no. Okay. Uh, uh, DDL the Ducky Ducky Literature Club. Ducky Ducky Literature Club. Okay, Owen. Doki Doki as well. Oh, Aaron. Mine is Destiny. That would be Destiny too, not not, not the original Destiny. Yeah, just to clarify, just to clarify. Okay. My second place is Doki Doki Literature Club. Hmm. We got such a good top two, Alex. <laughs> good. Uh, so mine is Doki Doki Literature Club. Wow. Oh my goodness! Doki Doki's doing well this year, man. It is doing okay. Let's very, talk about for well. like a, a split second. It's on like <laughs> no top list I this know. year on yeah. anything, like any site, anywhere. Nothing. A fucking tragedy. Nowhere. <laughs> it's so upsetting. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, top games, and who are we starting with now? Um, is it you, Caleb? Caleb? Yes, Caleb. Oh, Caleb. Oh. Top game number no one. No pressure. Divinity Original Sin two. Mm. I could have guessed that. Yeah. Owen? <laughs> uh, mine was uh, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Nice. Aaron? Mine is also Divinity Original Sin 2. Mm. And Alex? Divinity Original Sin 2. It's freaking right it is! <laughs> Alright. All right. Uh, mine is Player Notes Battlegrounds. What? <laughs> surprise, surprise. Who the thought? Who Okay, so we've run into a slight problem in that we only have 15, we have 15 games. 15 games. <laughs> it's not really a problem. So I can add, a, I can throw we add a 16 a, in there. A sixth in there? Should we just add a, a sixth? Plug it in there? Sixth place? It? Sure. Yeah. But the problem is, how, how we, I guess we'll give it half a point. All right, and then, Jake, you haven't gone, right? I have not, but if anyone looks at the spreadsheet, it's probably pretty obvious that I gave it to Doki Doki <laughs> Literature Club. <laughs> Who'd have thought? Since it's on literally everyone else's list so far. <laughs> right. I'm so glad, guys. Okay. Uh, it has such a high seed already. <laughs> yes, it, it does. That's a wonderful seed. At the end. Okay, so uh, here's the question. What are we going to do? We have, we have 15 games in our top. Clearly, we can argue about 15 games, um, but... Are we just giving our top game just an automatic seed, or do you want to do a, a sixth round of voting on games? Uh, we we'll do a sixth round. I mean, we we'll get be more real. than sixteen. How does that Doki work? Doki Doki can have a buy. If you, it's gonna then, beat whatever they're yes, in. Win. If you do a sixth round, then you just eliminate games down to uh, down to sixteen. I mean, how many Ooh. do we have? 
we have 15, 15 games. We have 15. Yeah, we have 15 oh, okay. games. So I feel like it would be more interesting game? if we did a sixth round. I'm not fucking ready. Sure. You don't All have right, a sixth, sixth place? Sixth round is only worth... Sixth place? We sixth do round. lists of five. Why would I have a sixth? <laughs> exactly. Thank you. You call it your, you call it your uh, honorable mentions. Oh, uh, you well, get that's one... not fair, though. Know, that's not I the know. same thing. Fine, don't I, call it I your honorable mentions. I have a good honorable mention. No, yeah, I have not, an honorable mention honorable too, mentions. but I don't want to give it a sixth place. Clearly, we can't give it sixth place. Okay. You're just picking a game... Because we need to get a 16th game, or we don't have to do this, guys. We could just live. Luke could just give <laughs> Doki Doki Literature Club an automatic. Force him to buy. pick one. Force it's, him to pick a game. It's gonna beat whatever, dude. It's gonna beat it. <laughs> I can, yeah, freaking, so I can pick a game. I had a couple games that <clears throat> that I had on the list that I don't be like, choose. Is that what like we're talking my about, sixth or? place was Dead Cells? Like I had. That I was as actually well. gonna say we should push that to next year because they've already should made significant we? progress on it, and I think they're gonna make a lot more. Okay. Okay. I played My, so much of it argument. this year, though. I know, but I think it's going to be way better next year. Um, had, anybody else have a sixth place? I had Resident Evil 7 and or From Other Sons. Okay. Owen, did Presumably, you have anything? Uh, we'll, we'll just put Animal Res 7 Crossing on here. Pocket Camp. What? Yeah. It's the mobile game. It's the mobile pocket camp. Um. Okay. The only other game I had on my top ten that nobody's mentioned was Battle Right. Oh gosh. Ooh. Sure. Yeah. Freaking worst. It came in tenth. Oh. Yikes. Um I have other games people mentioned. What game do I have that nobody's mentioned? <laughs> I oh. could do um Horizon Zero Dawn. Although mm. I think I'm probably the only one here who's played it. I'm sure also, you are, although it is literally played Persona, on so. every yeah, game Persona of the year list. Fucking amazing! <laughs> <laughs> I've seen a bunch of videos of Zero Dawn. It looks really cool. Yep, yeah, it's it very, very pretty. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Um, I had Goragoa. That was going to be anybody... an honorable mention for me, but that's it. Mm. What's Goragoa? Puzzle <laughs> <laughs> game. Oh, okay. <laughs> Um, okay, so now all we've done is add five more games. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so we basically just need to pick one of these so we can seed it in. Uh, Zero Dawn. Yeah, but we just remove, remove Resident Evil 7. 7. That's yeah, Resident Evil 7 works. I actually played some of yeah. that. Right, oh, we'll just, we're actually we'll just... putting Resident Evil 7 in after I just said remove it. That's like the oh, you want to remove a it? bunch of us have played, I think. <laughs> yeah, I just said remove it, and then we can go with the list that we had. Oh. Okay, now we're at, we'll we'll just leave no, it at that. We'll that be is at sixteen with that one on there. Yeah, that that is sixteen games exactly. Okay. Resi seven to sixteen. Yep. Yes. Can I just okay. throw out that I'm looking through my library and there's a freaking game in here called Blade Belay that I wish was just <laughs> never in my library at all. Wow, you hate it so much. It's. You know that's what that's how you're gonna feel about Pray for the Gods when it finally comes out. <laughs> no, <if you're> not <laughs> probably. <laughs> All right, so how do we do the bracket? Is, do we have like a thing that we can all see or what? Um, I don't know if we're going to have a thing that we can all see. No, oh, perfect. Just says the game I was going to say, it doesn't matter. We just need to know the two that we're doing right now. Yeah. But I will put this into the bracket and I'll let you know what happens. Oh, freaking tournament name. I wonder if you can see. Tournament name is... <laughs> Why are you so angry? Game of the Year. Forecast. Sorry. Forecast Game of the Year edition. Oh. Sorry, I'm good. Okay, join.me. Single elimination. 
I would hope so. Double, double elimination. <laughs> <Yes>. Double elimination. <laughs> <laughs> you can do a round gosh. robin too, guys. That'd That's also so an option. <laughs> Have uh, four group stage sections and then a double elimination bracket. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, one second. I'm starting a join me session. I guess the question what we need to discuss right now is how exactly we're going to go about. We're just going to go down bracket by bracket by bracket and argue which one of these is better. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. That's how else would you do it? No, we <laughs> want to go to the number one first, argue that one, and then I'm just trying to fill time while he's doing a join dot me, by the way. <laughs> because okay. I'm speaking <laughs> nonsense. Good. So Who's um, some? And why did he get so many more points than everyone else? Yeah, that doesn't seem lot. fair. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> that seems unfair. He got a top twenty three. <laughs> top twenty four. <laughs> Oh, 23. Okay, I get it right the first time. What an asshole. <laughs> you can, like, scroll in and zoom in on this. This is weird. Okay. Um. Well, I guess we will just start with our... This is going to be clearly just an automatic win here. Uh, bracket number one, Doki Doki Literature Club and Resident Evil 7. <laughs> that's so cute well, who wants to defend Resi 7? I, I can't see your thing there, Aaron. Like how the two yeah, horror games... Oh, went up against each full. other. Yeah, I can't. I right, can't. So I don't really want to defend. Just you can just talk about it. Yeah, just talk about it. I, I, I could also if you want. It's a decent game. It's n like if you're looking for a Resident Evil game, this is not like any of the Resident Evil games that have come before it. Um, it just has the what the mutations and stuff like that that Resident Evil usually has when mm -hmm. it's the horror genre. You're trapped in a, a house and you're looking for an escape kind of thing. And uh, in the beginning, it's just kind of run away from the bad gentleman and then finally you start picking up weapons <laughs> and stuff like that. So, I mean, I don't know. I, I played this and kind of hated it at first, but then I gave it another chance and like figured out exactly like how to play the game. Because, like I said, it's not like any other Resident Evil. Uh, and once I, like, figured out the play style and, you know, trying to kind of, like, sneak around the big bad monster and then finding the loot and stuff like that. There's different, like, items that you can, like, consume to see loot around you. Um, I don't know if you guys ever use those. It's like, a, either a pill or a coin or something. I don't know. Um, I think it's a so pill. That helped me a lot when I was playing instead of trying to blindly just look around for the different stuff. I think it has a pretty interesting story. Um, but dang, Doki Doki Literature Club. Yeah. Resident <laughs> 7 is a much more um, atmospheric game it than feels, it is horror, really. I feel it like. feels very much like Silent Hills via Resident Evil. Mm -hmm. Like when mm -hmm. I say Silent Hills, I mean that demo that they released, not Silent Hill like the series. Because it feels very much like that in a very claustrophobic environment, super atmospheric, just that kind of vibe, yep. almost nightmarish in a lot of ways. Right. But it definitely mm. has some frustrating moments. Yes. Like when you get into the basement and there are these horrible, as Jake called them, tar monsters, and you just actually don't have enough ammo to get through them. Like physically, not you didn't find enough ammo to get through them. And that's very frustrating. Is that like at the very beginning when you it's like only have a pistol? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, that that was the part that I basically got to my first uh, attempt at playing the game, um, and then mm. I just hated it. And mm -hmm. then I, when I rejoined the game um, a few months later, 
uh, I figured out like where the shotgun was and like you don't actually have to go into that room yet and then I don't know, I, I figured out a lot more about the game I feel and then finally pass that part and then from there like once you pass that part it's almost like not frustrating anymore <laughs> like you're, yeah, no, it's you're just pretty flying through the game I don't know why they put that part in. Like, I don't know. It's really frustrating. Yeah, that's that's actually the exact <coughs> part I am at in my game mm. because I got to that part, got frustrated, and walked away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's got some pretty interesting story going on. I like it. And so I want to mention uh, the boss fights. I guess I've only done like one. I guess, but it's it feels very freeform. Like the one I'm thinking yep. of is when you're fighting like hillbilly dad in the garage Mm -hmm. and there's like you can grab car keys and get in the car and try to run him over with it or if you don't do that (laughs) he'll get in the car and try to run you over with it oh what yeah yeah that's like a real thing that happens like if you just stand around try to fight him he grabs the keys and he's like yo i'm getting in this car now i'm gonna hit you that's amazing right it's like know that that kind of stuff is really cool but i never really got to experience anything beyond it because i got frustrated and quit yeah, I think if you can power through uh, that little section, you'll enjoy some more of the game. Um, I forget what exactly the next step was to actually be able to pursue through the tar monsters. Um, but yeah, there's there's a few things that you can basically do, and then like like Caleb and I said, it's smooth sailing after that, and you're pretty much like flying through the game, and uh, it's really enjoyable. Right on. Wish, yeah. I wish the uh, VR stuff wasn't locked to PlayStation. Right. That's a real thing? Yeah, yep. it was, it was actually the PlayStation... What What is it called? PlayStation the, the Play- VR. Yeah, okay, wow. <laughs> yeah. Good name, good name. <laughs> PlayStation VR uh, launch title, I'm pretty sure. It's still not on Vive or Rift. They're saying it's probably coming in 2018. I just had to look it up to see if it ever actually came. It has not yet. Out of curiosity, is the meeting over? Yeah, oh, sorry. He's I actually made a tournament left. live. So <laughs> now it'll just update as you go and you can kind of watch it. Oh, okay, cool. Also, um, DDLC is in this round, so... Yeah, sorry, Resi7. <laughs> I know we didn't talk about it at all, but that's because... We'll get to it later. We put yeah. it on all of our lists. It's going to win. DDLC <laughs> wins this round. We need to talk about other games before we talk about that game to, to victor it. <laughs> Um, I guess we're gonna send it on forward, correct? Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. You know, Does anybody disagree? Let's send Resident Evil. <laughs> 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 All right, moving on. And we don't have to spend forever talking about these. Don't forget. Spend right. a lot of time talking about Res Seven, which we added right at the very end. Just we knew it was true, about to get eliminated, good, so we wanted to give it its go. That's yeah. Okay, song. round two: Near Automata or Snake Pass. Well, since I'm the, like, the only person who played through Near, because you guys all suck, <laughs> I'll talk about that one. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. fam. You guys suck. Uh, okay, so Nier Automata <laughs> <laughs> is a action RPG, and it has a super cool setting and has a freaking beautiful OST. It's awesome, wonderful, and it has a really cool story that it explores in like a really weird way. So you play through the game once, and then it ends, and you get this developer note that's like, "Hey, you should definitely do New Game Plus." And then you do it, and it's like a, it's sort of the same game, but you're playing it differently. And then it happens again at the end of that one, and you do New Game Plus again, and then it's an entirely different game at that point, different story, everything. What? And it's, it's really interesting. And it does something at the very end that is so cool for video, just like in 
video games in general. It's just a, such a cool idea and concept. I love it. I want to explain it, but I don't want to spoil it for everybody. Yeah, I I actually I wanted to put more time into it, but then it turned out I had an entire other Persona Five dungeon to get through, <laughs> so that took like another ten hours. So that was a thing. I will say the combat in it is not the most enjoyable. It gets pretty repetitive after a while. It's not bad though. It's not bad because I mean, it, it's uh this is Platinum Games, right? Yeah. Like so, like Bayonetta, Devil May Cry, all that. Yeah, so it's exactly. very stylish and fast paced. But I, I do know what you're saying. And it's got an insane, like the story and the way it's set out is just weird and nuts. Also, it does one really cool thing that I'll share at the beginning, which is, isn't much of a spoiler because it comes early. Uh, you have a series of mods you can like apply to your Android, mm. and in it you have all of the like the normal ones that you would expect a game to have. So you have like all of your different HUD elements are actually pieces that you can take off. Or put back in and you can even pull out your operating system chip which is a very bad idea yeah fun fact you lose immediately you just lose the game oh right that's another piece it has all these like different endings where you just lose and it comes up with like a quote or something at the end and then you just reload your save like at one point you take out your os chip and you just lose you eat this one fish and it just kills you <laughs> Hold up. They're, they're cool. You're androids, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You eat a fish and it, it kills like, you? It like clogs up your system. Like all of your oil like solidifies. How? Okay, but why does the. You know what? Never mind. We can't get into this right now. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know, Jake. But uh, it how about for Snake Pass? So the reason why Snake Pass got so high up into mine uh, is the fact that it was a very simple built indie game, but it managed to do one thing that I really enjoyed, which was. It made platformers in a different way, and it took away the basic thing for platforming, which is any platform you've ever played, you jump. There's no jumping in this. This is making you figure out how to do a platforming without jumping. And I really liked that entire concept of, hey, here's how you play a genre of game that you're used to by now, but we're going to spin it on its head and take away the one mechanic that you you're used to having and so then you had to figure out other ways of how to get from point a to point b uh because you're a snake and you're using your snake-like abilities to get there and i thought that was really neat of how like you'd spin around poles and gripping them in order to get to one branch to the other and um as far as a game on the switch goes it was extremely easy to pick up and it was very easy to just you know play five minutes of a specific level while you're waiting for something to happen at home or whatever and then you just put it down you pick it back up and it, there was no downtime like you didn't have to be like where am i what's going on uh you were just knew exactly where you were and what you were up to and i thought that was very good level design on their part to remind you exactly of what you've already taken with uh what else you're supposed to find in the map uh as well as being able to just give you a fun challenge that honestly i thought the platforming on this was better than super mario but i think mario was a better polished game and there's a lot more content so that's why mario ended up getting better i was super on board until that last sentence <laughs> sorry <laughs> okay let's uh take this to a vote votes for near yeah also One yeah only too. because i haven't played snake pass sorry it's okay i have but still near chad alex can I not vote since I've never played either of them? You have I think to that's vote. Fair. What? I, mean, you can abstain. <laughs> you I guess you have could to abstain, vote. But I mean, yeah, I the, think Nier then... has it unless Aaron votes for Snake Pass. 
I already voted for Nier. I, I think right. I've I listened think to the soundtrack. Then Nier gets it. So, yeah, I like them both a lot, but I think I'd vote Nier. Also, Nier has like the best soundtrack of the year. That's, That's... a good plus. Okay. Not even better, better so than good. Doki Doki. So good. So good. Whoa! <laughs> have Doki I mentioned Doki how soundtrack. good it was? It has a very good soundtrack on Doki Doki. <laughs> yeah. They both have good soundtracks, but man, Nier's is amazing. Okay, moving on. Also, the the Divinity soundtrack. Round three. Round and three. Destiny. Breath of the Wild, Mr. Shifty. And the Breath of the Wild soundtrack. Oh. And the Mario yeah. Odyssey soundtrack. I don't mm. I don't even know where to start with Breath of the Wild other than <laughs> it's just amazing. Um this, I mean Was this your number one? This was my number one. Okay. I, I thought that Breath of the Wild was just an amazing open world game. It gave me an open world that I quite enjoyed better than anyone that's done it before. Uh, game companies that are used to making open worlds like Bethesda or Rockstar, I think just got put to shame from Nintendo just trying to do this once. Uh, I did enjoy it. Uh, the only complaint I had about it, and I say had as in past tense because the DLC actually fixed it, uh, was I was kind of sad that there wasn't... Uh, as many dungeons as I wanted there to be. Like, you had all of the little mini shrines that you would do, which were kind of like small puzzles, and those were fun, but I wanted there to be longer ones, and I understood the design concept of the smaller puzzles because then it's more adapted towards the Switch and the pick-up-and-play aspect of, you know, you can't really play through a dungeon uh, in 15 minutes. You can play through a puzzle in 15 and then you can put it down so it's like it's perfect for a commuter uh you know or somebody that's on the go it's great that you can just pick it up you can do a little bit you can put it down and then when you pick it back up again you're not confused where you are whereas full-scale dungeons like zelda has been doing would be a little bit confusing but the dlc added full-scale dungeons into it uh and i had a lot of blast going through them i just had a lot of fun i love the mechanics i love the fighting i love the the soundtrack, the, the landscape is beautiful. I, I think they just knocked it out of the park like they always do with Zelda. Chad, Mr. Shifty? Again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think what makes it so good is that you pick it up and you just feel good playing it. Like, you just... The the teleportation, the running through, it's kind of like a hotline Miami, but with like a twist to it with like teleportation um, and just you get faster and faster as you like play the game, but the rooms get harder and harder. Uh, so I, don't know, I just thought it was a really well designed, you know, short kind of um, game. Kind of like what Owen was talking about with like Snake Pass, for instance. It was just very well designed, easy to pick up. Um, yeah, that's all. That's all I got. Okay. Uh, here we go. Votes for Breath of the Wild. What do we got? Aye. Aye. <laughs> one, two. That's an yeah. eye from me. Three, four. Alex, Chad. Well, I'm voting Shifty, but you know, Wild's already won. <laughs> I gotta count these though. This is I'm really important. close this on this is for one a final too. Bracket. I'm really close on this one too, but I think Breath of the Wild is probably a greater achievement. I'll go with that. Okay. On to round four PUBG and Lone Echo. 
Well, Chad, do you want to take this since this is the penultimate game? Yeah, I mean, I just really enjoy it for what it's accomplished. Uh, it's broke the record of three million concurrent viewers. Um, so that's that's an achievement of of itself. And even if it doesn't win here, like this game is just going places. Um, I feel like it does need a little bit of work still, and there's a, a long way to go with it. Uh, but for what it's it's started as from when we started playing it till the release, it has come a heck of a long way. And it's like the first game in a long time that's really captured my attention and made me want to actually be like really competitive with it. Um, Gears of War was the last game that's kind of held me like that. Uh, it, there's just it's just so exhilarating to get into a battle uh, of like a two v two or a four v four and just you know see the bullet drop just land perfectly on somebody's head and they just go down. Like it's just so tasteful. It's just you know it's just real I good. I don't I don't know that it's like that. Oh, uh, it, it's like very adrenaline pumping, like your heart's just racing the entire time when you get into the last couple circles. Uh, and at the beginning of the game, if you drop um, into the high loot intense locations, um, but then you can also just play it, you know, just to talk with some friends and relax. And if you're playing it, just, you know, panning gotta- each other and. You, you know, gotta just play with the right friends, though, if you're gonna relax. Yeah, for sure. If you're playing with some, like <laughs> people that are wanting to go hardcore, and then because it's a, it's a, you drop in. You if you die, you're dead. So like some people get really intense about it, but then other people are just like, whatever. Let's just kind of like drive a car straight at the enemy and see what happens. And you can't uh, relax if you're gonna play with Jack. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a really good game. It's a good shooter. I I think it feels nice. Um, they added the first person with the um, uh, what is it, the FOV slider? So it's like it, it feels nice that way as well. Um, and yeah, Alex Lone Echo, gonna fight for um, it. I don't think it'll beat PUBG in this audience, but Lone Echo kind of exemplifies what a story-driven AAA VR game should be. I think. Like I, they finally reached a point where they have a game that you can look at and be like, yes, that is polished. That is fun to play. It's a complete package. It's not a tech demo. Um, the story is really good. The length, it's like eight hours long and it made me go back and play all the way through it con- consistently. Uh, it's super atmospheric. The, they finally nailed a locomotion system in a game because being it's your it takes place in space so you're in zero g for the entire thing and you just kind of push yourself off walls and like use little jets on your arms to like recenter yourself and stuff and it all feels supernatural and you don't feel sick and you don't have to teleport and you get to like go through these space stations and do puzzles and there's voice acting in it that's really good and death is handled really well because you're a robot so you just like spawn as a new robot and you can go back and find your other body. It's still there. Oh, that's cool. And like the, the story goes places and the ending is super good and they leave it open for a second game. And it's probably just like the most complete 
realized experience that I've had in VR. It's very good. My favorite part about it is that they so flawlessly fixed the issue of locomotion. locomotion right. VR. It's, it's so, so perfect. Good. You stop playing the game, you take off the headset, and then you feel a little floaty for like a good 15 minutes afterwards. That's so cool. Because it's so immersive. Okay. Uh, votes for PUBG. Aye. Me? Aye. That's I've three. literally never played it, but I think I have to vote for it because Lone Echo made me feel like I was going to vomit <laughs> <laughs> for like an hour after I stopped playing it. Really? And PUBG's <laughs> never assaulted me like that. <laughs> PUBG's so. never assaulted me like Alex, Caleb, I'm assuming you're both voting Lone Echo. I vote Lone Echo. Yeah. Okay. You too. Cool. I can't believe you had problems with Lone Echo for. Dude, oh like, my god! It was so. I got through the tutorial, and then immediately after I started playing, I was like, "I'm gonna die." Really? I'd wow. I had to lay down for an hour. I was gonna die. Interesting. All right, here we go. Round five: Divinity Original Sin two and Snipper Clips. Oh, rip Snipper Clips. So Sorry, so... about Snipper Clips. I'm, I'm not even go gonna ahead. try. I'm just. I'm I will just... forfeit. No, you snipper gotta clips. explain why Snipper. Clips yeah, you gotta is say good. something about it. Look, why? Give it a eulogy. Yeah. Snipper Clips was a great game that I thought is fun to play with friends. It was a fun concept of a puzzle. That it wasn't just, hey, push this block, do this. It was a fun way to kind of, like, do many amounts of platforming, but also a little bit of creative cutting and kind of just have some fun with your friends. And I think that's why I liked it so much, was being able to just drop that on a table, hand the Joy-Con to one of my friends, and then just have them start messing around and try to figure out, like, how can we solve this puzzle together and it often brought out uh communication that i only hear chad ever have with people when he's playing PUBG. <laughs> <laughs> like i've never heard someone try to explain how to do something that efficiently other than you know when i'm playing like PUBG with chad and shit like that's exactly what it was it was like just friends that don't play video games sitting there and be like no 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 you got to spin this way and then left here. trigger and, left and trigger yeah, pull the left trigger so that way you can cut me you got to cut me like this so that way i can fit into the square and it's just it was just a lot of fun to just be able to solve problems with friends and uh mostly friends that do not really play a lot of video games uh, Caleb and I got to play it with my mom and my niece yeah. neither of whom Seven play video niece. games at all and they both <laughs> did really well. Yeah. It was a blast of play. We all had it was, a lot of it's fun. It's really fun. It's got some really cool puzzle mechanics that it I does. enjoyed a lot. Um, do we even no need to make an argument though. for Divinity Original Sin? We'll talk, no. we'll talk, about, it we'll talk about it later. Perfect. All right, on round six, Persona yep. 5 versus What Remains of Edith Finch. I guess I'll take Persona 5. Will what? you? Really? Yeah, I'll, I know. I'll it's do weird. it. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Freaking person who played it. Um, so Persona Five. I mean, it's calling it just a JRPG is doing it like a huge disservice. Like it has some of the best characters, some of the best writing, some of the best storytelling, and now some of the best gameplay in the entire genre. Also, probably well, maybe not gameplay, but across the entire like video game industry, I think character storytelling and story overall, and now style as well, like art style and just general presentation. It's peerless. Like it just kicks the shit out of everything else it's so good i just finished it like 10 minutes ago <laughs> oh wow 110 hours of gameplay and i'm already like man new game plus though <laughs> i could like get back in there and re-meet all these characters and hang out with my boy ryuji we could go get some ramen and it'd be chill as fuck yeah they basically <laughs> it's 
Persona 4 plus plus in my opinion and it's one of my favorites of this year so okay is it a turn-based like yes. in in battle it's turn-based combat yes okay <laughs> it's there went alex's vote oof, okay <laughs> man rough crowd it's got like a um it's got like an element system within it almost like pokemon where like certain enemies will be weak to certain elements and if you hit if you can manage to stun each enemy, which you do by hitting them with the element they're weak to, you can do like an all-out attack, which usually just wipes them all out. And Persona 5 actually was interesting because uh, Persona, at least Persona 4, also had this mechanic where if you hit an enemy from behind, you could attack first. Like, your whole team would get a turn before the enemies. So there was the opportunity to, like, wipe them out before they got a hit off. And they really refined it in Persona 5 and added, like, a stealth element to moving around the dungeons. So you could, like, take cover to hide from enemies, and then if they didn't see you, you could ambush them, which gave you that first strike, which was just a huge improvement, and it's just really good. Does it have the thing where you're walking, and then all of a sudden you get into a random encounter? No. Okay. All of the enemies, you can see them, which is, what, which is why it's like <laughs> okay. a stealth game. There's, like, the enemies walking around. You can hide. You could pass them, but, like, it's still a JRPG, so you kind of need to, like, level. Mm-hmm. So kinda it's usually anyway. still advantageous to fight all the enemies. But, you know, by sneaking and getting up behind them and ambushing them, you get a huge advantage in combat, and most of the time you can kill them before they get a turn. Which is really fun and engaging. Would it be... Okay, if it was not a game and it was an anime, would it be one of my favorite animes? Probably. I don't know your specific interests. (laughs) We've (laughs) talked about anime enough. I think you could get an idea. I am inclined to say yes. Speaking of which, I think they're making an anime of it, so... Wow. Hey, I just, there I you just go. Do that. These are pretty strong argu- arguments. I like those. So, what remains there. of Edith Finch is a walking simulator akin to like Gone Home, but it has a really unique take on visual storytelling that I think is amazing. So, you play as this girl, uh, Edith Finch. I don't even remember if the main character is Edith or if that's like her grandmother. <laughs> I don't think it might be her grandmother. <laughs> her grandmother is Eddie or Edith. Right? Eddie. Well, they, yeah, they call her. <laughs> Makes sense. They like shorten it for her because they distinguish it from. Okay, that might be Edith Junior. So, well, I'm just gonna assume you're going through Edith then. So you play as Edith, and you're exploring your old house. And each of the rooms in your house is dedicated to a family member that has died in some way. And so what you do is you look around the room, and then you find an object that was very special to them, and you pick it up, and you sort of look through it. So, like some of the examples, they have like a. Uh, cassette that you pop in a player and it starts speaking and then it goes into the story or you have a I forget what those things are called but they're like little binoculars you put up to your face and they have different images behind them and you can click through them and that ends up being one and what happens is every time you pick one of these up you enter into that person person's story like their death story and you play through as them and what they're experiencing and it does some really really cool stuff that I kind of don't want to spoil, but I want to tell you about again. <laughs> There's a fairly early part that I appreciated. You're flying around as like an owl, because it's like a little kid story, and she's like imagining that she's an owl. And then you just fucking turn to a shark and roll down a hill. Yeah. <laughs> it's absolutely magical. Yeah. Pretty freaking great. So I played this game today. Did oh. you play all of it? Yes, I did. Wow, okay. I'm proud of you. Thank you. I got through the whole thing, and it didn't make my list. So sure. the thing Woo. is is that game makes no sense. (laughs) Like the story, like you get through the story, the whole time it's this huge mystery about what's up with this family. 
And like, is there a curse or is there monsters out there? What happened to that Barbara chick? All this stuff. And you get to the end of the game. It's like, oh, yeah, we're not telling you any of that. You're just going to be sad now. I don't think it's much of a mystery. I think it's just learning how all their family members died. But they all die so young and they're constantly talking about this family curse. And then they're, they've got like a bunch of like weird mystical stuff in a lot of things. Like this like house in the water yeah, and I this weird so. underground bunker. Mm-hmm. And like what happened with like people that invaded the house or the boyfriend maybe killed this chick. Or maybe there was a guy with a, a hook hand. <laughs> I think you mean Captain and, Hook. And yeah. then they don't yeah. explain any of it. And then also, also, they're trying to get to something important. This grandmother says this is the most important story. It's the only one I have time for. And you get like partway into it. And then it just ends because the mom stops you from reading it in the memory. And then the game just ends. It goes to credits. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? You just said this is the most important story out of all the family stories. I'm sorry you're so disappointed, Alex. It was very disappointing. Wow. It was a very pretty game, and it was like the the mechanics of how they told the stories is kind of cool. Very cool, but it did not satisfy my curiosity about anything that it was laying forward. Wow! All right, votes for Persona Five. I'm assuming Jake is one. Yes. <laughs> Anybody else? I vote for Persona Five. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, Alex. Chad. I'm abstaining. Okay. Uh, Caleb, uh, I know what you're voting for. I'm also voting for what remains. Owen, what are you voting for, buddy? Uh, I'm voting for Persona 5. Thank you. There we go. Persona 5, the winner. What happens if I vote for Edith? We have to kill someone. (laughs) We would have to, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) There are six of us. We could have (laughs) dies. Round 7, here we go. (laughs) Destiny 2 versus Cuphead. I think we know who's going to win. Should I just talk about (laughs) Cuphead right now? Probably. Sure. Okay. So, this round's a loser, so I'm going to try not to go too hard in on Destiny 2. (laughs) But, Cuphead is bright, colorful, unique, charming as fuck, and basically everything that Destiny 2 is not. It's fun, it's challenging, it's unique. It has, like, a early cartoon, like, um, I'm not going to remember the guy's name, but, like, early, like, something Fleishman. I think is the guy's name. Like that style of animation. And it's absolutely gorgeous to see in action. Like within seconds of starting it up, the opening theme is sung in like barbershop quartet style. So like immediately I'm like, okay, I like this game. Like just off that alone, this is the most charming thing I've ever played. And it's like a 2D side scroller. Uh, Primarily it's just fighting different bosses. There's also 2D levels, but like side-scrolling levels but they're not honestly that great but the bosses i think have kind of a super meat boy like quality where they're difficult but let you cycle back through them enough times like quickly enough that it's not super frustrating and after each level it shows you like a track of how far you got so it always feels like you're making progress and getting better and i find it very very fun okay perfect we'll give one vote for cuphead perfect all right it is, it is vote very for cuphead. pretty you two. guys have really good audio. I will oh, give you that. Two votes for Cuphead. All right. Wow. There you go. It might okay. be the best looking game of the year. Really? I don't know. What What beats it would be my question. Yeah. What beats it across almost all of time? <laughs> <laughs> but then I guess you have to compare like 
most graphics versus like artistic style or something. Yeah. I mean, sure, but if you just look at it like what game is the best to look at? Not it's 5. very it's Come very nice. Looking. I think Persona 5 is up there, but in my opinion Cuphead wins still. Wow. Okay. I didn't think Cuphead was that fun. Yeah, it was okay I, for a little while. I had some problems with the game mechanics, gameplay mechanics. But I don't know, it was it was still really pretty and, and sounded really good. Wildlands came out this year? Yes, it did. <laughs> All right, moving on to round 8. Super Mario Odyssey versus Ghost Recon Wildlands. I'll just give a quick uh, plug as to why I like this game. I have a super love-hate relationship with this game, but clearly I like it enough that it still made my top five. Um, I really liked it when it came out. I love the premise of the game, the idea of the open world, and you sort of navigating through various regions in order to defeat bosses you can move elsewhere. Okay, pause uh, for like a second because you're describing both games. He's talking about Ghost Recon Wildlands. I'm talking about Ghost Recon Wildlands. Thank <laughs> just you. to make that clear. Um... I really like the teamwork aspect, the four-man squad, the being able to tag enemies and call things out and shoot everybody at the same time. It's very synchronized. Um, it's just a very fun squad-based game. But then I hated it because it's very much level-based. So if you try to join in and out with the other squad and they have all kinds of things that you don't, it just sucks. So that part sucks. You have to play as a team and progress forward in the story, which is why I felt like we never continued. Um, so then I got mad at the game, but then they came out with their freaking PvP that is super duper fun. Four v four squad versus well, yeah, four people versus four <laughs> people on a map. Um, still, again, same squad base, very tactical, a lot of fun. But then we started playing against a bunch of teams that just use one specific strategy that I absolutely hated. Um, is it the medical drone thing? Yes. Yeah, I remember yes. you guys bitching about the this. worst freaking. One dude sat in a corner. And would just revive people instantly with his medical drone because you clearly can't shoot it out of the air fast enough. Because this revive is instant. Anyway, so I really liked the game, but I also liked Super Mario Odyssey. So I have a feeling I'm going to lose here regardless. Wildlands PvP is a lot of fun, but I think the well, I was going to say single player, but I think the world mode gets pretty repetitive pretty quickly. A lot of those places feel very samey. Yeah, the the thing I didn't really particularly care for in Wild Wildlands is that, all right, you need to get supplies and skill points and able in order to level up. So where around the map can you do that? You can steal a helicopter. You can stop a caravan. You can steal a plane. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I heard that the expansion had a little bit more meat to it, but. At that point, it's like, why even bother? It's it's too far released. It's we've already put it down for so long, like we just yeah. didn't want to. Well, and the other thing anymore. is, we didn't really progress through a lot of the main story campaigns. I think we only right. did uh, two regions, and there's like how many? I don't know, fourteen or something. Which so, I personally am still down to freaking play through that game because yeah. it is a lot of fun. Good game, Alex. I think if you Mario had Odyssey? the ability to just mainline that game. And just yeah. go through the missions, it'd be cool. But it forces you to collect the side stuff so that you can level your character, like you progress your character. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of get bogged down just like running around doing the same side stuff over and over and over again. Yep. They recently added where you can hunt the predator in that game. Oh. Yeah. There's a side mission where you just like run across some like skinned bodies in a jungle and some ladies yelling about something that's hunting somebody. And it's literally the Predator. I'm voting for Mario. Yep. Okay. Mario. 
Jake, I'm assuming Mario. Yes. Chad? I played. No, go. You know, I've never played Mario, the, the Mario Odyssey, but I saw it being played by Alex, and I thought I was on an acid trip, so I'm going to say yes to Mario. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, perfect. We have made it all the way through our first series now wow. we're breaking down like 40 minutes uh, hey well that was the ma- that was the majority of it anyway <laughs> yeah that's now we're down to it. like the that's final like arguments now we're down to the final arguments all right here we go start around to uh bracket number nine doki doki literature okay. club versus near yeah i know well, it's gonna win <laughs> hang on hang on though for a second all right is anybody gonna play near automata through to the end okay i am i very much want to yeah just persona 5 yeah. existed Ugh. Ugh. sorry fam no you can I mean, just mute you... yourself real quick. <laughs> I can if you want me to. No, I'm, I want to play to the end, too. Oh I do. Oh, my gosh. No. But you didn't no, do don't, it this year. Don't spoil <laughs> Yes. Not... Okay, here's the Whatever, thing, though. Dude, it's not going to win anything. I was going to say, do can beat Doki. No, we can't, but the, the part is just so good. Ah. Okay, if it can't whatever. beat Doki, yeah, Doki, it doesn't Doki, matter. I know. All right. But... Are we all six voting for Doki? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe no. next year we can have a 2018 <laughs> 2017 game of the year after we all play near. <laughs> uh, 2017 uh, give, game of the year. Give I'll one, look back. Give, give one vote. To no, near. don't give one in the year. No, he's going to oh, vote okay. for Doki Doki too. I'm still voting for Doki Doki. <laughs> all right, here we go. Bracket 10 Breath of the Wild versus PUBG. This is going to be a tough one, I feel like. Oh. <clears throat> well, I feel like it's going to be very polarized. Yeah. yeah. Uh, do we want to do just like a quick poll to see who's where? Uh, I'm on PUBG's side. So is Chad. You don't know that. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm putting words in his mouth. What the fuck? I uh, suspect. Probably PUBG. Mm. Caleb? I am I'm distinctly like, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild. Owen? Breath of the Wild. Shoot. So it's a 3v3. Sway, sway me. Uh, okay, so <laughs> I think... I don't know. I feel like okay. So I think PUBG should win on the merit alone that is getting my dad to play it. Like you, <laughs> you couldn't give Breath of the Wild to my father, and he he wouldn't pick that up. But but this is the first game in a long time since StarCraft that he's actually picked up a video game and been able to play it and actually enjoyed it. Uh, and like comes to me and tells me like, oh, I got this sick kill, and and so it's like. <laughs> If you, it's almost like a. There's no generation for this game. It's just everyone can play it. Everyone enjoys it. Uh, like I said uh, earlier, enjoy a strong word. <laughs> I, I'd also like to highlight that this is a pretty genre-defining game. Um, though there were, bef- you know, battle royales before before this, they did not have the same gameplay, uh, the same just built world and just sort of play style and the way that the game is set up that PUBG does. I mean, there's even stuff now that still plays like this, but nothing comes close to the, um, just, I don't even know how a good word to put it. The design, the, the format of the game, the gameplay, the mechanics of the weapons, all of them are just so well done. So well designed. Now clearly the game's buggy, but maybe yeah, we just hit 1.0. All that needs to happen with PUBG is for them to fine tune the weapons just a little more get rid of the hackers and you got a flushed out real nice and smooth game and i th- i don't think it's a strong word to say that everyone can enjoy the game i think it's that you c- you can pick it up and and it's whatever playstyle you want 
You, and that's another thing is you can play the game however you'd like. You could drop in the hot spots and just go at it with 15 other people. Or you can go and drop in the little towns and pick up small loot until, you know, the last couple circles. It, it really doesn't matter which way you play. Both ways have their benefits. Uh, yeah, that's that's all I got, basically. I, for. I mean, I, I will say that I do like playing uh, PUBG. But I will say, when you're comparing it to something like Breath of the Wild, PUBG... I mean, granted, for most of this year was still in alpha or beta or whatever, and they were still working on it. So I'll give it that it was still had some bugs and some issues. But even now that it's launched, it still has issues. It still has buggy issues that they're still attempting to fix. So I wouldn't say that the game is, I don't know, as complete. Uh, and, and I think that when it is a completed game and it, it, they do actually have a lot of the stuff fleshed out, then, yeah, I think that PUBG is a good game that would give Breath of the Wild a run for its money. But for right now, looking at it as is, I would just say the fact that there are way too many times that you glitch through things, you you know, the attachments don't work the way that they should, uh, and, and it's still... You're right, it is a genre-defying game that is able to reach out, but I would say that Breath of the Wild is able to do the same exact thing on its end. I have seen many people either jump back into Nintendo because, hey, there's a Zelda that actually looks like getting back into it, uh, much more so than Skyward Sword. I mean, I don't know anyone that really like bought uh, the a Wii U to play Skyward Sword, but I know so many people that Breath of the Wild, they were like, yeah, this is it. I'm there. Uh, I, you know, I, I gotta play Breath of the Wild. And I think that Breath of the Wild, again, it, it does open world better than anything else before it. I don't think anything... And looking at games like Assassin's Creed that has just came out last month, or two months ago now, it's copying stuff from Breath of the Wild because it did it that well. And I think that's just goes to show how good of a game that it is okay, i mean if you want to talk about copying things oh yeah no like no, yeah. pubg came out fortnite which was failing took battle royale now there's a paladins battle royale like paladins, paladins, yeah. paladins. so there's, stupid it's it's like a it's created a new here's, yeah, like here's game the thing style. i so i think Breath of the Wild does open world better than anybody's done it before. But I think PUBG has created an entire new space that didn't exist before. I think that's the difference. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't the- say that it didn't exist. I mean, I don't think it, would, it didn't exist. There was definitely interest in it. You had the well, culling sure. and Daisy and, you know, and things like that that were doing Battle Royale-esque things. It just it showed up and did it better than everyone else did. And that's exactly what that, that's exactly what Zelda did is that it just showed up and did it better than everyone else and said, if you're going to do it, this is how you do it. For those of you who did not have either of these games in your top, um, you're going to be sort of the deciders here because uh, if we were going to go by seed, it's kind of unfair to give one or the other because they both had eight votes. Both of them were uh, number one and a number three on two different lists. So Caleb, Alex. 
very on the fence for these. I mean, it wasn't in my top five, but I went with PUBG. Neither of them were in my top five, but I went with PUBG. No, but yeah, well, Caleb, neither of them were in his top five either. Yeah. I just abstain. If you abstain, the PUBG is an automatic winner. Yeah, that's unfair to me. Fine. <laughs> Fine, Breath of the Wild. Suck it. <laughs> Perfect. No, but, but really, the I... reason is... Breath of the Wild is actually like a super duper polished game. And PUBG doesn't have that level of polish at all yet. Yeah, to me, kind of the defining difference is even when Chad was defending it, he was like, yeah, all they need to do is fix the bugs, fix the hackers, fix this, fix that. Breath of the Wild launched and is basically perfect. Yeah, no, they did fix a lot of things with the expansion, it seems like. Well, the only thing that I feel like... the problems I had with it. Yeah, the only thing that I feel like they really fixed with the expansion was they were just like, hey, we heard you guys wanted a dungeon. Here's a real dungeon, and my god, if I highly recommend buying the second DLC that they dropped because that fifth dungeon that they added it was so much fun to play through, and I did it today, and I was just like, "This is awesome." Okay, so here's the question: How do we resolve a three-three tie? I'm pretty sure we kill someone, is what I said. No. Well, my my GPU died, so you might as well kill me off. I won't be playing games for a while anyway. <laughs> Is is there is there a, a seventh person that we can convince? A tie-breaking person that we can just be like, hey? I, I, don't I know just want to throw the fact that, like, if you look at, yeah, I had to defend the game a little bit with saying that it's not polished. But, like, look at the concurrent viewers. I mean, the concurrent um, players. It's like three million people playing at the same time is ridiculous. Like a game that came out in 2017 and had that much traction and took off that way is just ridiculous. Uh, the fact that it already went to esports, you know, for a test, like right out the gate. Like, what other game has come out and then just like bursted into the esports scene without, you know, getting the polishing correct or like I. I I don't know. I I find like Breath of the Wild just like the single player game that you're going to pick up by yourself just to be kind of sad to win over PUBG, a multiplayer game where you can get around and have fun with friends. I I mean, if you're going with like the multiplayer aspect of it, I would say that Breath of the Wild and and Jake can can back me up on this because we did this uh, is that I've never played a first person game that I was constantly asking somebody what they were finding and what they were up to. And with multiple friends that bought Breath of the Wild on night one, like I did, you know, we were comparing notes. We were showing each other, like, screenshots and things like that of, like, oh, hey, you know, I went this way and I found this cool cave. Or I went here and I found this neat shrine. Oh, hey, I found this shrine. How do you beat this? And as far as a single-player game goes... There was such a community of people playing it that I was a part of that I was just like, wow, this is actually really cool. You know, normally I just play one of these games and I'm just like, hey, I beat some puzzles and I continue, uh, whatever. But the fact that it was so many people were just like, oh, yeah, no, check this out. Go here. Check out this mountain. Go to this mountain. You have to go over this way and and do this quest. Um that I thought, okay, hey, as, even as a single-player experience, you, that it was pretty good. Also, just want to point out that Breath of the Wild outsold Switches itself. So, come on. 
All right, here's here is what we're gonna do. We're going to leave this up to a coin toss since we're tied. That's fair. Oh my gosh. Well, that's all we can do. No, no, I'm, I'm not. I don't I'm not find like, that fair. That wasn't sarcastic. I was like, that's actually that was going to be my suggestion. That's about all we can do. All right, so somebody just go flip fair. a coin. I think well, we should look outside the horizon and look at what other people have said. So this is, this is more like sure, a top this is, five for us. This is yeah, what this we is think us. about these yeah. games. It's not really. It's going to be really difficult to give a, they are a specific. Yeah. Otherwise, DDLC would not. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but like Somebody, for a tie like this, I mean, we could branch out and look at like what other scores. Yeah. Oh yeah, man. Scores have sure. said. I mean, I if mean, you really want to do that, Wild's Breath of the Wild crushes it. Metacritic. Yeah, by it's far. 97 versus 85. Uh, It'll just be what stat you're looking at, Prejudice, at that point. Because you can look at concurrent players and say PUBG wins. You can look at Metacritic and say Breath of the Wild wins. Right. You can I don't look think at there's anything we can specifically look at to narrow down things. to one or the other. I think we just need to flip a coin. I don't know. That's, I don't see a way that we can break this unless either me or caleb flips you know what we could do what we could just say ddlc is going to beat both of these and, and just leave matter, them both this here this is not how a bracket works all right i'm flipping a coin i mean can we make can we can we have Tails them tie what? somehow can we have them on the and, same and no. have three in the next round that's stupid that doesn't even make any sense <laughs> yeah because i mean we just have the same issue next round i mean in our hearts and in our hearts and minds in our hearts and minds alex in our hearts and minds all right like in our opinions they tie though so it's like flipping a coin doesn't necessarily say that we think one of them's better than another it's just a happen like chance yeah it's still just, not us saying it wouldn't be us ranking them in a different order. It would just be a coin doing it. And this is our list. Ow. <laughs> is that a coin? <laughs> no, that's my fault. If we do, if we have <laughs> hey, them tie. Listen, I have to get off of here in 20 minutes. So wow. <laughs> that's going to be a problem. Make them tie. I can get ready. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if we have them Gee, tie and then presumably Doki wins, because I'm going to go for Doki. Presumably, yeah. Most All right. of us will probably They're do tied. That. All right. Here we go. Divinity Original for... Sin 2, Persona 5. Yeah. Okay, sorry, Persona 5. <laughs> Divinity Original Sin 2 is just too much of a good game. I would still vote for Persona 5, but I know I lose because no one else has fucking played it. Sorry, Jake. I'm not exactly PS4 buddy. gamers. Uh... <clears throat> I guess yeah, no, Owen... this is mostly a PC gaming podcast, right? <laughs> mostly. <laughs> Owen, what are you voting for here? Uh, I would vote Persona, but have you played Persona? No, but I've also have barely even played Divinity because all of you played it without me. <laughs> so you're abstaining, is what <laughs> so I. So I'm saying that I still vote Persona. <laughs> okay, you're voting There's Persona. No knowledge right. whatsoever. I'll, I'll give Persona an extra vote there. Sorry, Jake. That's fine. All right, round 12, Destiny, Destiny 2. 2, Super Mario Odyssey. Destiny 2. Fuck. Destiny. Absolutely not. No. <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I've thought about this. Fuck Destiny 2. I hate that <laughs> 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 you thought hard well, about that. I did. It's boring. Oh, oh my man. God, I'm so bored whenever I fucking play it. I don't understand how you guys enjoy it so much. It baffles do me. You, do you like... Read a book instead of playing it? Like, is that actually I how you're playing it? I could stare at a wall and have more fun than playing Destiny 2. It's uh, boring. Someone, sell, it, sell me on this. 
<laughs> okay, so I don't else. think there's any need to sell I don't you think that we can. Votes for Destiny. <laughs> Fine. I don't. Listen, this is the thing. I think it's definitely a. If you don't like it, you just don't like it. Like you have to. I can understand that. You just have to like that type of game. I don't think there's a selling you on it. I don't think there's like a. I don't think you have to like it. I don't do you, think it's a game for everybody. Right. Dick, do you like Borderlands at all? I do. I love Borderlands. Okay, never mind. Borderlands has a completely <laughs> different atmosphere and style also. Because it has so, a personality and style. Destiny 2 is generic space. It's I mean, cool. Destiny, 2 is, oh, Destiny 2 is Halo. Generic space. Oh, and ha- okay. like Halo is like a lot of our childhoods. It's like... I don't know. Bun- Bungie we does some do stuff with later. lore. Alright, votes for Destiny. I'm assuming 1, 2, 3, 4. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Two votes for Super Mario. I will yep. say Super Mario Odyssey is a very good polished platformer. That's a lot of fun. I thought I was gonna have to say more things about Mario, but its matchups just didn't go well. Work didn't. I mean, I mean, we can talk about why Odyssey's good before it's gone. Mario um, Super Mario Odyssey is amazing. It's an amazing game. Jake doesn't even like it that much, and he's arguing for it over Destiny. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I think on the let's... hat mechanic. And how you can puzzle piece together the different types of jumps to do whatever you want. So, so good. Cool. The hat mechanic is definitely the best part because it gives you different ways to move about the world in different sections. So you're constantly finding new ones and using different ones and not just sticking to the same old, same old. Because any one of them breaks pretty much every level. Or even just like there's this huge gap and every time I'm like, you're not supposed to be able to jump across that, but I'm just going to do like a running jump and then like a like a long jump and then throw my hat and then dive onto the hat and then jump off the hat and then throw my hat and dive again and I just make it over and I'm just like, man, this is cool. I, I distinctly remember really being cool. in the car and talking to Alex because I was like, hey, Alex, I'm trying to get to this thing. And Alex is like, you know, you just got to jump on the hat. You got to do this backflip. You got to jump on the hat again. You got to do like a triple jump and then you land it and then you get up there. And I'm sitting there. I'm like, what the hell are you speaking? Is it English? <laughs> I'm confused. Uh, I showed you. It was yeah, cool. It was super cool. But yeah, Destiny 2... No game has ever pulled me away from Dota 2 in like five years until Destiny. And I played, I think Destiny has kind of replaced my Dota time. Like I sit down, launch Destiny. It's just like a natural thing now. It has replaced my Dota time too. Thank God. <laughs> Although, I just got my uh, Aegis in the mail. My level wow. one thousand ages, so you know. All right, so who knows? That may be coming back. <sighs> We're gonna we gotta get Aaron out the door. So DDLC BOTW PUBG. <laughs> All the acronyms. DDLC. Semi final round. Yes, Doki Doki. Is it just Doki six Doki. votes for Doki Doki? Well, Owen. Well, Owen probably votes for Breath of the Wild, right? So. Oh uh, no, I vote Doki Doki over Breath of the Wild. Oh, okay. what's funny Breath of, is I, Breath of the Wild is your number one, though, right? It, it, it is, but I mean, Doki but Doki in this is context, just a great game. All right, okay. I'm just going to let you know, I cannot move Doki Doki forward until there is a winner from the Breath of the Wild well, PUBG. Put a so I'm just going to give it there. to Breath of the Wild because it was seeded lower alphabetically. F that. It was first place for me, so it should it, go forward. But Breath of the Wild was first place for Owen. Owen. Uh, okay, six votes for Doki Doki, and then, oh man. Just, you're just going to have to like blur out that part. 
just like fix it in like Photoshop or something later when you take a picture. Is this, of this. even is this even a competition on the bottom of round fourteen? Divinity Original Sin and Destiny? Dude, I'm oh. telling you, I had such a hard time for my top three. Let's, but I gave I gave it to Divinity in the end. Dude, there's so. no way Destiny beats Divinity. No. Let's no, no, let's vote it. Way. Aaron? Divinity. I mean, yeah, Divinity. <laughs> well, how about yeah, okay, how about this? Who's voting for Divinity? Aaron. I think everybody's voting for Divinity. Okay, well, I'm not, so... You're not? So, so 5v1. It's still 5v1. Which gets us to Doki Doki and Divinity. Who wins between those two? These are Alex and I's one and twos. Yeah, for real. High five. Okay. Now we gotta talk about both these games that we have not talked about yet at all. Okay, so, Jake... Neither yeah. of them. They both suck. Alright, <laughs> later. <laughs> Amazing. I wonder what Frank would have said on the Breath of the Wild. Yeah, no, bring back. No, don't that, bring him back. No, no. That, <laughs> that doesn't was matter. The, it what always, whatever him. won lost to Doki Doki. Yeah, <laughs> it's Frank, over. Frank wasn't talking about Doki Doki or Divinity. He was talking about Breath of the Wild and PUBG. Okay. Oh, okay. I texted him. That's why he got okay, on. Okay, sure. Uh, that was unclear. Wow. Uh, anyways, um, I want to hear, I feel like Jake was the one who played the most of Doki Doki. That's probably true. And, uh, showed us all. So, I want to hear his thoughts on it. It wasn't even his number one, was it? What? It wasn't even your number one or two, was it? What, Doki Doki? Yeah. It was my number one. one? What are you talking about? Oh, it was your number one. Sorry. (laughs) Divinity wasn't in your one and two. No, it was not. threw me off. No, Doki Doki was my number one. Jake. Yeah. I really want to hear your thoughts on Doki Doki Literature Club. I don't <laughs> think we have an hour. <laughs> <laughs> we already dedicated an entire podcast to that. That's true. Nope. I mean, the short version is I fucking love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean... So I've played more visual novel games than I should have, than anyone should. (laughs) And I think it's pretty amazing how it sticks pretty much to that formula until it completely breaks it, basically. And because basically I just love the way that it sets up your expectations and then proceeds to just completely surprise you in every way from then on out. I just, I think it's so well put together, and, um, shoot, I had, like, a whole thing ready, but now I'm <laughs> not on, ready. I have a speech. I like, yeah. a lot of people don't, can't get through the first two hours, because it's just visual novel, but man, those first two hours set up everything else so well. Yes. And the payoff is so high. Oh, it's so good. I agree. <laughs> awesome. I'm sorry. Wonderful. I just exited that game. I yes. could argue for this game a lot, but I want the other one to win. <laughs> yeah, so. I'm not going to lie. I loved... Okay, first of all, I never would have played something like Doki Doki were it not for Jake, so I have to give him props on that one. Yeah, never. Um, True. Especially after knowing he played things like... Uh, Tank, da- tank dating simulator and whatever that pigeon head game is. What's that one called? Powerful boyfriend. Yeah. And they're not just heads; they're whole pigeons. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know why I was thinking. Pigeon. I was thinking I was looking at Cuphead when I said that. Mm. 
Uh, but, but I think Divinity Original Sin 2 is absolutely out of this world well done. Not only is it super well refined, but I haven't even played the first one, and I love this one. It took the first one and made it better in pretty much every way. Yeah. As far yep. as I can tell. I think some people don't like the crafting system in 2 as much as 1, because 1 was more weird and wonky <laughs> you could just like do random stuff and it would work oh really it's just like kind of a wide a open crafting rigid, system or what i don't know it's just a weird crafting system mm. i don't know how to explain it really i mean so far it's been exactly <laughs> <laughs> exactly the same <laughs> oh hey frank oh hey yeah. well you can't do the same thing you could like before where you mix pixie dust and a quill and ink to make a magic quill and ink yeah and then you could write scrolls with that you can't do that anymore you have to make scrolls in really specific ways like by combining mm -hmm. a parchment and uh like a bone and something else and it makes a well yeah spell. yeah it depends on the thing i mean right because before in the first game yeah you'd use the magic ink and quill but then you'd get a random spell that's true, that's true. yeah and it's not like they don't make those resources scarce or limited. In fact, a lot of them That's regenerate. all over the place. Like, yo, you, you running low on penny buns? Got your back. What is our current count for this right now? When uh, you left, divinity. I think we were 10 out of 10. 3 and 3? Yeah, I think it might have been. Well, I mean, we can rerun the numbers real divinity. quick. Divinity. Before we do that, I just wanted to say something about Ducky Ducky Literature Club. Uh, I know you guys had like a whole podcast, but I wasn't there for it. And uh, just in argument for this game, I think I like it just because it start it starts to make you question what's real and what's not, like within the game. Because <clears throat> I was streaming it when I first played it, and there was a a user that was called Monica Little Monix that followed me, and so I was like, <laughs> okay, that's weird. Uh, and then I was watching somebody else stream it that, you know, I hang out with quite a bit and they weren't going to finish the game uh, past Yuri when Yuri does her whole insane stuff. Mm. Um, and so I paid her $5 to have a donation shout out and I titled the name Monica and she <laughs> and she was just like $5 donation from wait Monica pardon and then she just like walked away from her computer and like stopped playing it for a good five minutes, came back and finished the game. But she was like freaked out that like Monica was telling her to play it. And so I just think I think it like it broke just playing the game. Like like, you know, you, you, you sit down and you play a game, but that game like went beyond just your screen. It was just like there was more to it. It was so awesome. Yes, it's a game that feels like it exists outside of itself. Mm -hmm. Like when you walk away from the game, it feels like it might still be lurking somewhere almost. Right. Like, yeah. And then I guess now that we're going back to it, <laughs> uh, I always I just really appreciated like because it's not just shock value. I really like what it does with the characters and the ideas in there. Like, the way it deals with, like, depression and Yuri's whole self-harm thing, I think is just really interesting and something not a lot of games delve into, and I think this game does it very well. The writing is really just incredible. Like, even before the twist, after those first two hours, the writing is just way above average for games in general, and especially visual novels. 
I'll believe yeah. that. Yeah, I'll agree on all those points. <laughs> but, I mean, okay, like I said before, my top three, very, very close. It's a very hard decision. But Divinity is just like, I mean, Divinity is like 100 hours of like impeccable writing, like combat systems that are just opened up on such a level that you can just think up crap and try to do it and it works. Yeah, like decision making. Yeah, surprisingly good voice acting, decision making everywhere where you feel like you actually impact the world. Like fantasy and mystery and exploring new places and tons and tons of characters. And just like I don't, there's nothing and it's all in co-op and it's four players. Four it's ins- players. it's <laughs> insane. It's just insane. I don't know. It's just the accomplishment that they made as a small studio to be able to make a game like that. Dude, someone someone crazy. sold their soul to make that game. Dude, it's just too good. Dude, when Pray for the Gods comes out oh, in, tw- in, in 2019, it's three people who made that game. So, small Doki studio. Doki was basically one guy. Doki 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 is one yeah. guy. <laughs> no, there was yeah. some art. He got people to do the oh. art. Doki Doki's one girl. Uh, Just Monica. Just Monica. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll uh, add a laugh track later. That'll sound less retarded. Are we, <laughs> are we ready to vote? Or are we are we still talking about this? Like, okay. is there, I gotta mention is there... one thing about Divinity though. Okay. The combat's freaking amazing. Mm. And what they did with the magic and physical armor in this one makes mm. it so, so much better and more tactical than yeah. Destiny Original Sin. Destiny, Destiny, Destiny Original Sin Hanging out with my boy Cade Six. <laughs> I could just see Destiny on there and I read it and then I said it. <laughs> oh gosh. Alright. We probably should vote. Uh, I'm well, voting for Divinity. What, Frank? What? I just want to ask first, like for the people that played Divinity 2, is there anything about it that you don't like? I have a few. Yeah? <laughs> I mean, okay, so the one. reason it was low on my list, because it was f- four yeah, three for me, um, it feels a lot like the first one, which isn't mm-hmm. a huge mark against it, but I don't know, it's something. It doesn't have their originality. You know. Yeah, it's... It doesn't have that original sin. Yes. Ah. Exactly. <laughs> um, while it is very well done for the most part... There are some parts <laughs> where a lizard will dump lava on your head and kill you five times yeah. in the span of a second. Uh, or just great. something just won't work the way it's supposed to. Reactive shot. Looking yeah. at you. There are some broken things in it. Just sure. when, it d- when it works, it works very well. But when it doesn't work, it just doesn't. Very frustrating when it doesn't. Yeah. My complaint is you just need friends to play it with. You don't have to. I'm the thing is, you don't. It's very I enjoyable. think Owen's just saying it'd be more fun. You know what? You should I play agree. with Owen. <laughs> it's like having Owen played laughs. having having played with people mm. and then played by myself. <laughs> I will say like it's it's fun in two ways cuz it's like you're trying to work together if you're playing with other people where it's like, okay, I'm going to take that guy. I'm going to take his physical armor down and then you can do this mm-hmm. or like, and you take that guy where like when you're playing by yourself, you can get like, you can think like 
moves and moves ahead of like, yo, I'm going to hit him and get his armor down and then I'm going to do that guy and then boom and then all of a sudden <laughs> atrophy <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> they have patched reactive shot by the way. Yeah, like three yeah, times. They it, it still a bunch doesn't of times work. And it's also, never worked, it went really. from not working to being too good back to not working. <laughs> <laughs> so like whatever. Also, well, my... it went from not working well to being too overpowered to not working at all. Yeah, <laughs> which is not great. So minor spoiler. Also, I didn't know this could happen. I somehow was able to get Beast romantically involved with Yvonne Benmezd. <laughs> Mm. In, wow. the, in the under tavern okay interesting like, like i was just walking through the tavern and, it, and there's all ephon's just the narrator who i love i love the narrator in this yeah, game awesome. um he was just like ephon walks over to you with like this smile you know they do that divinity lingo that i can't yeah. and and oh, he was he was just like you know we've been through a lot together etc cetera, etc cetera. and then it's the narrator's just like ephon leans closer and the two choices are <laughs> lean in or back away. And I was like, yeah, dude, lean in all the way. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, and now <laughs> the two characters are romantically involved. Frank, wow. have you played visual novels from what you just said? I feel like you'd love them. <laughs> I don't know. This shit was just... It's just a dwarf who's hairy as fuck. It's a dwarf pirate and a friggin' assassin. Just making out drunk in a bar. What's not to love? <laughs> exactly. Sorry, I had one more thing I wanted to say. Uh -huh. I feel like the combat, while it is very good, I love the combat, it feels like it can get a little formulaic. Sure. Like, there's a lot of fights where it's like, okay, the archer takes out the armor. This guy knocks him down. We do a spell and get that guy over there. Like, everyone just knows the most efficient way to tackle a combat encounter, so you just do it every single time. So, like, my girlfriend. I, I so disagree with that. I, okay. Only because of the class that I'm playing, and it may be just our specific setup, mm. but my battles are never, ever, ever the same. I don't think I ever cast probably the same three skills in a row. Um, it's always a mixture. It's either moving somebody or buffing somebody or healing somebody or... I, I mean, I'm rarely casting damage spells, it seems like. Or I, I felt like that at the beginning, and now like I'm even casting damage here and there. So I don't feel like any of my battles are ever the same. I feel like it depends on what class you're playing. That's probably true. Because yeah. if you're in the tank role, it's like you absorb damage, you dish out damage to physical armor, and then you knock people down. Oh, that's not true. You summon uh, whatever the heck that Caleb summons all the time, and then buff him with like 37 buffs, and then your turn's over. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, I mean, because you can play so many different types of classes and play those classes so many different ways also. Mm -hmm. True. It's That's like... I think it does a really, really good job of taking the D&D &D formula and, like, condensing it into a game with yeah. rules. It, it's, it's the closest attempt at video games trying to emulate the same feeling i get from dungeons and dragons mm -hmm. where it's like you fall into that like daze of like you just keep playing you don't realize the passage of time you're like getting into it you're thinking of all these characters and then you're remembering things the thing that i love is when the game doesn't tell you like what to do it's always like 
you know, oh, maybe, you know, like I, I heard this guy or, oh, there's some like little hint that somebody says and you're like, oh, I need to go talk to this person or, oh, I need to go do this or, oh, I need to go. The game isn't like, okay, now go here. Oh no, it's a trap fight. Maybe it's feels... a good thing you weren't here from the beginning, Frank. Otherwise, we would have probably made it through one round of brackets before <laughs> I had to go. Feels organic. <laughs> See, this is why I don't do the podcast anymore. Cameron's <laughs> mean. Yeah. You were so mean to me. It's such a bully. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, you never shut the fuck up. It's like, oh, I'm sorry. At least I'll leave for like four hours. <laughs> emergency dinner <laughs> with my wife. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> the burns. Uh, hostile. No, I just think it's yeah, funny that funny. you showed up for the last vote. So just in case there is a three three tie. Oh, I have no I have no horse in this race. Okay. I'm just I'm just here to stir the turd. <laughs> Excellent. Alright, I think it's voting time. Voting time. Divinity. Uh, divinity for me as well. Divinity. Doki. Uh-oh. Doki. Doki. Boom. Three <sighs> three. 3v3. Well, I think that means that Doki has to win by default because it's swept all three rounds 6 0. 6 0. So it's. Oh, no, it hasn't. Not even close. Sorry. Fucking flawless. (laughs) I don't know. To me, I feel like Doki Doki has had a bigger impact on me as a human. Yes. Divinity is a very, very good game. Mm-hmm. But I think I have thought about Doki Doki more or less every day since I finished it. Like, mm-hmm. it is... I feel like it has changed the way I think about things. And just the amount that went into all of the files yes. and the hidden files and all of the kind of, like, the alternate like reality game that goes with it. And, mm-hmm. like, the people that decoded everything, like, that much thought process by one guy is just amazing. I think Doki just kind of breaks the barrier of what a video game is, while Divinity is just a good, like, turn-based action RPG game. It kind I of breaks completely. the barrier of what a video game is? I would say almost more than that. It it mm-hmm. definitely broke the barrier. It was... uh. Definitely fourth wall breaking and just weird on way too many levels. I, I don't think it broke the fourth wall. I think it broke the fifth, sixth, seventh, any wall you have after that. <laughs> it broke, honestly, it broke so many walls that there was a time I felt very uncomfortable playing it. <laughs> Where I was yeah. like, I was like trembling, like playing this game. Like, basically, when Monica said, Hey, your name is Jake, and I went, What? <laughs> At no point in this game did I take the letters J A K E, but this bitch knows it. <laughs> like, oh my god, insane. Craziest See, thing. I will never forget that. I really that wish awesome that I would have not, because I entered my name when I started yeah. the game. And then it gave me my Steam username instead of my oh, name. Oh, yeah. So I was kind of disappointed in that after I heard about you guys' interaction, because that would have freaked me oh, out. It blew my goddamn mind. Well, mine was just like, hey, you're streaming this. Yeah. yeah. When she did that, when she was just like, why are you videotaping this? And I was like, how do you know? <laughs> okay, well, I guess we're going to give it to Doki Doki then. Yeah. Which, by the way, I think is one of the, uh, probably a handful of lists that I've even seen that has Doki Doki in it. 
I have seen no list that even this mentioned Doki Doki. Like is the only list I have seen this year that has Doki Doki on it. We'll be the first. I don't know. We'll be why. the best. I do not know why. God, it's just okay, so not as a well guess, known. Looking at it on Guys, Metacritic, we're, no we're one's get reviewed featured. it. I know. We're gonna get, we're gonna featured, get featured on featured. Kotaku. I don't get as it. the top ten, top ten well, list here's of twenty seven. Like, <laughs> without the hype, it's a free dating sim. Yeah. Like. Right. That's another thing. This game's free to play. That that is also true. I meant to mention that it's free. It is free. So like, that's although some points in Divinity its is like less than a AAA title, but it has like just as much polish and more content than but, most AAA but titles. But is it free? Yeah. Free. My hard real to... point for D- Divinity this whole time was Doki Doki. You can play for like, let's say you play it a few times through. You play it for like ten hours, and then you spend a whole bunch of time looking at the files. You maybe spend like. 15 20 hours i have played divinity for like 160 hours and i still want to play so much more yeah because we're only through the freaking second act yeah that's uh, impressive plus i just want to hear that guy scream brackus rex a few more times <laughs> <laughs> i swear if i hear the name brackus rex also i i didn't think that a place would be able to top the uh, Sicile market for quotes. <laughs> but there's a couple that have gotten into my head. Yeah. Found my the, peppers. The, <laughs> the fucking guy who's just like, oh yeah, got me a sweet deal. <laughs> like all the fucking time. And my like, daddy got himself a deal. <laughs> and then now, like, whenever Bree and I play that game, she'll just be like, oh, did you get a new helmet? I'm like, yeah. She's like, oh, cool. I'm like, yeah. Got sweet Dale. <laughs> I'm okay with one. Doki Doki winning. I am too. Me it's, too. It's a very, <laughs> very good thing that exists so in the world. So is Divinity, though. Oh, gosh. There's too many good games this year. Yeah, it's like, literally for insane. Me, for me, Doki Doki was like a really neat experience and like one i wouldn't be able to simulate again really that like first sense of shock and like horror and freaked outedness and but after after the dust settled and like i got the credits i was like i i would like to know more but i don't want to play the game <laughs> to find it and every time I opened up Divinity, I'm just rubbing my hands together like, let's fuck some shit up. <laughs> Give me that 6 AP and let me go. We want to do some honorable mentions. And then yes. Bed. Which, yeah, by the way, before we get to that, I just wanted to give the actual layout of the top 10, which no oh, longer yeah. looks like a top 10. Um, Doki Doki Literature Club, number one. Two, Divinity Original Sin 2. Three, Destiny 2. Four, there's a two-way tie between Jesse Legend of Zelda, Breath of the place. Wild, and PUBG. Sixth place, Super Mario Odyssey. Seventh place, Persona 5. Eighth place, Near Automata. Three-way tie for ninth place between What Remains of Edith Finch, Lone Echo, and Cuphead. Impressive. Do we have a top Not 12 bad. list? <laughs> we, have a top, we have a top 11, 11 list? 11. This yeah. goes to 11. Oh, sorry. Three-way tie for nine. I was thinking three-way tie for 10. Whoopsies. Whoopsies. So, honorable mentions? Uh, yeah, sure. Caleb, do you want to start? Since Sure. Uh, one of mine is Gorgoa. It's a yes! puzzle game that came out 
this last month. It's a really interesting puzzle game that takes like these weird comic panels and puts them together and you can like zoom in and out of each one individually and then you can combine multiple together when they have similar backgrounds and like make different worlds. I don't know, it's really interesting. It makes you think in weird ways. Yeah, and you're trying to like tell a story with the comic panels right. in a way. It's, it's super cool. Very cool. Anything else on your list? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to keep going a couple of things? I mean, if you had some things on there, but whatever. You you choose. You okay. choose. I'll do one more, maybe. Prey uh, came out this year in May. It's a very Bioshock-feeling game, but it does a couple really cool things that I liked, one of which is it makes you actually feel like Prey, like you're being stalked through this uh, space station, and it has these enemies called Mimics, which do oh my God. mimic small items in rooms. And so sometimes they're almost impossible to find, and they jump out of nowhere and terrify you, and you have to fight them. I've never... It's a cool mechanic. I like I, it a lot. I never thought I would fear a coffee cup in a video game. Right. <laughs> and, like, actually in, feel tense. It's terrifying when you walk in and you see, like, two keyboards on a desk, and you're like, wait, there shouldn't be two keyboards on many. that desk. I gotta worry about something. <laughs> wait, what is the movie that mimics, they use the term mimics in? The thing? Is it? No... Oh, no, it's... Um, no, it's not. The one it's, with Tom Cruise, yeah. where they're repeating the day over and over and over and over and over. Oh, you're oh, right. Day. Tomorrow. Yep, day after <laughs> tomorrow. Dog day. Live that day. <laughs> not Tom Cruise? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know Bill Murray became a Scientologist. <laughs> wow. So developed a six-pack. Owen, oh, did you have any uh, honorable mentions? Hang on, I got one yeah. more. I'm going to go oh, kill <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I remember Wait a hot minute. I remember one Caleb's got to rap right. some more. This is a game called Detention. It's a weird uh, point-and-click surrealist horror game about uh, living in Taiwan during martial law. I was about to ask if it took place in like That's Taiwan. That's freaking yeah. weird. It's really interesting. It tells a really cool story about, I don't know, your generic story stuff like love, <laughs> loss, redemption. Oh, cool. But oh, it tells story <laughs> stuff. I love story stuff. No, it's got that, you know, that typical tale, but it's really well done. And it, puts, it shows it in a really cool way. I like it a lot. All right, now, Owen. I'm done. Are you sure? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, you, you, okay. There's so I'm gonna... many good games this year. All right. So, <laughs> so I have I have a shout-out and the honorable mention. The shout-out is Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Good job on that. Thanks, Nintendo. But Holy the trick. actual honorable mention that I wanted to talk about was Graceful Explosion Machine. Uh, some of us played it over at PAX. Oh, yeah. I saw those guys in Boston. Yeah, um, I just think that that was a very well done indie game. It was a lot of fun. It's exactly what a bullet stormer should be like, uh, and it kept me entertained for multiple hours this year, uh, far longer than just the campaign. Uh, just because it was uh, it was nice to just try to get the biggest combo or get through an entire level without getting hit, and uh, I think it was uh, very well done. It looked shiny, sounded shiny. Uh, great job on their part. Nice. What does shiny sound like? <laughs> Play the game and you'll find out. That's right. Uh, I had two honorable mentions. Uh, first one is distrust. I don't think anybody but Alex has played that with me. Um, but just super fun game based around the thing. I don't know what my obsession is with the thing, but anything that has it, I'd like to buy it. And so it's really good game. Um, and now they have a co-op version. The second one is Opus Magnum. I hate you, Caleb. 
Um, this game is going to ruin my life. Are you just going to sprinkle that into your sentences oh, now? I hate you. Gosh, oh, pretty he's, much. He's been doing that in the past. Mm. This freaking game. Okay, I, I would really like this game, but what I really like about this game is that I get to see how well I did versus Alex and Caleb. And man, there is <laughs> nothing more satisfying than seeing your name at the top of the list for like all of the best of everything. You're like, yes, you suck. I don't know. It just gets me. I, I get super pumped about it and I hate it, but I love it. Those are my honorable mentions. I never pegged you as like a competitive guy, Aaron. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Alex, honorable mentions. Um, I wanted, I like, well, I wanted to add Dead Cells before, but I guys told we gotta do that next year. You should save it for next year. It'll be one of the best games next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's real good, but I'm not talking about it here because <laughs> that's a next year game. Write it down. Um, I'm ready. It's the it down. only roguelike that, or the only not roguelike, um. Souls game like. that has like so yeah souls like that i've ever like enjoyed yeah <laughs> and also yeah. fury i wanted to mention fury because i forgot fury existed until like 20 minutes ago and fury is amazing but fury the game that came out in 2016 did it come out in 2016 yeah, I feel like I it you mentioned it last time. Did I mention it last time? It's a very yes. good game. <laughs> it's a good. It's a great game. It's a very good. It game. did come out in 2016. You weren't even close. Did it wow. make us top July? July fifth, five last year. Yeah, what the heck, Alex? It, he did. It did. We talked about this. <laughs> Alex, was your top five last year? Oh, I'm it sorry. came out on the Switch this year. Boys tripping. Be oh, tripping. Be a good game for Switch. Yeah. Wait, it came out on the Switch this year? Uh, allegedly. I've right, just we'll seen let, we'll multiple people like playing it this year, ago. so I thought it was Wait, no. this year. It came out in 2018, sorry. <laughs> still not doesn't count. <laughs> Skips a year in between. Alright, I have no honorable mentions. Let's just put it that way. I'm just gonna leave. Okay, perfect. Nothing. That's what awesome. I'll put. Alright, Chad, honorable mentions? Opus I, is pretty good. I think I have two. I'm gonna start with Deceit. Uh, I've been playing that a little bit lately. Uh, it just went free to play. I'm pretty sure it was like ten bucks or so, maybe fifteen bucks for a, for a while there. Uh, I think to get into the early access, and then they tossed it to free to play. Um, it's a really interesting concept. It's basically like a games that we've tried in the past that never work. Uh, like damned. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> it so basically the premise of the game is there's two traitors infected people. Uh, and then there's four like regular innocents, and they're trying to escape this whatever. It's an insane asylum. It's a forest. It's a factory. It doesn't matter. There's different locations. Uh, you progress through the game by opening uh, different like traps and stuff like that to get like a flashlight, a camera, uh, other things like that uh, as the innocents. And you can still do this as the traitor. Um, and there's a timer up in the right-hand corner that counts down into the blackout. Once the blackout happens and the traders have drank the blood, blood bags that are around the map, uh, they can transform into a... What? Some sort of monster. <laughs> what? Uh, and go around and killing people while it's kind of dark because it's called the blackout. Uh, and you're trying to figure out who the monsters are to vote them out. <laughs> um, so... Uh, I don't know. Blackout just... I thought you were going to say, try and figure out who got the drunkest. <laughs> <laughs> nope. That's, that's not what I was going to say. Yo, man, I drank so many blood bags last night. It was fucking wild. 
It's a very good concept, and I have learned by playing with various different groups that if you have a group that does not understand the game, it's trash. If you have a, if you have a group that <laughs> Most has, games are. If you have a, a group that understands the game just uh, a tiny bit, and they can progress in their knowledge of the game pretty fluidly, then it, it's really fun to play with uh, people. Earlier I was playing, and everybody just started shooting everybody at the beginning of the game. Uh, then we had to re-explain the rules, uh, and then it went pretty smoothly after that. Uh, did you have a second one? Uh, you can come back to me. What, you're <laughs> come back to you? Yeah, you can come back to me next podcast. Okay. Jake, uh, I think, honorable I mentions? Think Neo, was it? Or, or no? <laughs> Neo? <laughs> Neo, Neo, yeah. Uh, it. it's it's a Souls oh, like, but it's yeah. it's a Samurai Souls like, and that's all I have to say. Mm. It's like if Devil May Cry got their hands on Dark Souls. Yep, it's Is pretty it good. Like a, so it's well, like now a top I play down, that game. semi isometric. <laughs> you probably wouldn't like it, Alex. Roguelike. I don't think you'd like it, Alex. Devil May Cry. Have you played Dark Souls? <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't play. It like does Devil not play May like Cry. Devil May Cry. I don't know where Frank's coming off with with Devil. Devil I think it's, it's like the combo system. Like I, I feel like there's a much more fluid combo system mm. in Neo than there is in Dark Souls. And Dark Souls well, yeah, is your sword Dark has Souls like is just three combos. Three. Dark Souls is just like button mash. You can either do heavier or light attacks, like whatever. There is much more of a combo system in Neo. Uh, also, in Dark Souls, you just get like right on the freaking enemy's anus and never leave it, <laughs> and you're pretty much okay. <laughs> but in this one, it seems like if you get close to the enemy, then you're pretty much getting hit. Uh, you need to like learn their combos from afar and like dodge from afar or like parry from afar, yeah. rather than rather than being like right up their anus like in Dark Souls. <laughs> I never because in Dark Souls it's like bat roll for ten minutes, hit him. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Bat roll for another ten minutes, hit him. Neo, you can be dodging and hitting at the same time. And that right there, I just feel so like the game just feels so much more fast paced. But it still punishes you like Dark Souls when you mess up. Um, Jake, honorable mentions? Yeah, I just got one. Uh, Okami HD came out this year. Word. Oh, and I call. don't think Okami belongs on this list because it was a fucking PS2 game. And I loved it when it came out then. <laughs> but it is one of my favorite games of all time. So, yeah, it's basically... If they took one of the older 3D Zelda games, like not Breath of the Wild, because Breath of the Wild is so radically different, but like, you know, like a Majora's Mask or something to that effect, and they made it actually good and beautiful and awesome and fun. Ouch. Well, I'm sorry, man. I hate those I games, but I love I Okami to death. <laughs> it's got like a hand-painted Japanese art style. You play as the sun god Amaterasu, and you're a wolf, and it's just amazing. Rather than picking up like a bunch of different items like you know, bombs, boomerangs, bows, whatever. You actually, you pause the game and you draw on the screen, which is way better on a mouse, for the record, also. But then, depending on what you draw, you use, like, different abilities. Like, if you draw a line through something, you'll cut it. If you draw, like, a swishy, like, line, like a loop, it's like wind. It's, it's very, very cool. That's, um, the only, that's the only honorable mention you had? Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll just interrupt whoever comes next. Perfect. But I Wait. <laughs> I have one. <laughs> what? 
What? I have we one more. I have one mentions. more. No, no, no. This is I. This is actually the one that I wanted to mention, but I forgot it because I didn't have it written down anywhere, and I erased it from my top t- ten list because I broke it down into top five. From Other Sons is a game that is is in VR. I think it's Oculus. Uh, it's a really cool. And Alex, help me out with this. It's a really cool game. Um, that we play with my father. Uh, it's the FTL system. Um, and you're walking around spaceships and stuff like that. Uh, and there's like, if if you have the three people, there's one person that's flying the ship and like choosing where to go. There's one person that's um, directing the uh, weapons, and the other person's like checking to make sure that your ship is okay. And then you basically jump from like one planet to another. Or like one part of the space to another, um, and you usually like encounter different scenarios, like a pirate trying to take money from you, and you can like lock your teleport system on to their ship. And so instead of just having a battle between the two ships, you can actually board their ship while the battle is taking place. Uh, and so I would be on their ship while uh, my dad and Alex were like fighting with like the weapons and like trying to discuss stuff with them and. Uh, and then we like can take over their ship and they won't shoot us anymore. And then we can take their cargo if we find the keys. And it's just a really cool game. It's uh, something I want to play some more of, but I had a 760 instead of a 1080 in my uh, computer, so I couldn't play any VR. Uh, just before we hop off here, I want to let you know the final results of the uh, the bracket. It actually lists Doki Doki Literature Club as the supreme champion and Divinity Original 2 <laughs> as the worthy adversary. Oh, nice. I love it. Adorable. Yes. Hang on, I got I got two more if I can go really fast. You don't Are mind. you freaking kidding? I'm not kidding. It was a good year. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm going to go real quick. I'm going to go real quick. All right, All right, real quick. Kingsway. Kingsway is a roguelike RPG that plays out inside of a Windows 95 looking operating system. It's really cool. It has really cool mechanics. All right. Sexy Brutal. It's a puzzle game that's very Groundhog Day-like. You play out, an event plays out, and then you go day by day trying to f- solve the event. Like, you go back in time, and you try to fix it. Stop it from happening. Okay. I got one more. You, you, oh, I got one more. my right. gosh. <laughs> so, There's so many good guys this year. I'm kidding. Gang Beast was pretty cool with their release. Oh, gosh. All hey, right. can I have one? Yeah, yeah Frank. What, <laughs> what honorable mention do you want? Uh, XCOM 2 War of the Chosen. Mm. Ooh. Mm. All right. I, I got you, Frank. I'll put you on here. I, I just want to point out that we have a lot of great games, but let's all remember the disappointments of the year as well. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, I'm looking at you. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, to, I to you better to s- future games. I really thought we were going to make it through this podcast without men- mentioning Mass Effect. <laughs> oh, you yeah. know what? It was such a disappointment I had to bring it back up. Which makes you feel better. I don't really want to talk about it. (laughs) Perfect. I'm surprised you didn't put Assassin's Creed on your list, Owen. Uh, I've only put in about six hours, six, eight hours. Okay. So I haven't haven't really gotten into it it that much. It's, It's good. It's just not like amazing. It's pretty much the Assassin's Creed that you've always played, but now there's more numbers for you to stare at while you do the same exact fucking things. Oh, also, pitching. you can remote aim arrows, so that's new. I, Freaking... I have not that's been new. able that's to do that. I do accurate. not believe that that's <laughs> a thing. Historical accuracy DLC. Arrows? I yeah. do not believe that that's a thing. <laughs> In flight. Stupid fucking yeah, pretty sure it's stupid. A thing. I've seen All videos right. of it. 
Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Um, there's a couple things. Hopefully, we're gonna be doing in the future. I want we want to do another Arrowcast type uh, podcast do we? soon. So yes, we do. Just not with okay. the Arrow. Um, oh dang it! <laughs> Some there's, other really dude, terrible TV no, show. No, we need to do it with the Arrow because I Let's have episodes that we can choose from the Arrow that I that, ah there's. <sighs> Stephen Amell is not Arrow right now. Of course he's not. Of course he's freaking out. show so stupid. All right. Thank you so much for joining us. Wait, hold on. Before we go, I just need to say, I need to repeat that we all know that even though Doki Doki Literature Club is like the best game on our list, the one that wasn't on our list that actually wins the year is I Can't Believe It's Not Gambling Game of the Year. We'll catch you next time. This week's podcast was produced and edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Chad McCoslin, Frank Rice, Jake John Fetterkyle, Caleb Juno, and Owen Patterline. This week's music was again brought to you by Amair, A-M-A-I-R. You can check them out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer or on Spotify. Also, this week's podcast was brought to you by Reclaim Industrial a small but amazing shop of makers, fabricators, and designers based out of Bluemont, Virginia. We've now also located a new shop in Kansas City, Missouri. So you can check us out online at www.reclaimindustrial.com. You can also check out our website for any video updates we may have. And until next time, this has been The Forecast. Forecast.